Putting Up with Aaron Michael Marsh. We are live now, though. Now we can talk about what we're talking about. We're talking about your um, your taxes. We're talking about your specific numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> how much you were making? How much you well, weren't making? Let's let's not uh, let's not. Who was it, my ex wife? Put you up to this? What are you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, she's the only subscriber to this podcast. I just keep it going for her. She goes, "Now get Jose again." <laughs> I'm like again, and she's like, "There was a couple things he didn't mention specifically for DC on this uh, this tax return." I'm like, "Okay, all right, all right, all right." There it is. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's uh, she's clever. I wouldn't put that that tactic past her. <laughs> she's just you get approached. Here is hundred thousand dollars. You will have podcast, and every once in a while you will hear Jose. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> once a year, I have to bring you on <laughs> to keep this thing running. And you've got the questions there. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Sponsored by not Jose's wife, Kaspersky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. Also, on these episodes, you've got to play the Russian anthem. Yeah, it's just really quiet. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what the Russian anthem is. In my mind, the American anthem started. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which is not good. Not the same song. Because the, well, I even say that I know what it is, but I know what it is. Okay, I don't, I I don't know it. the words. But. How many national anthems outside of America do you think you'd recognize? Uh, I used to do this at work. Mexico's, yeah. Canada's, Russia's, um, <laughs> Iraq's. Uh, I don't know why you laughed before that. <laughs> Disturbing. No, no. I well, I laughed because uh, I worked with a stage manager that would turn on a playlist of other countries' national anthems, and as we were like cleaning up things. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, and what's this one? And I was just like, I don't know. And he's like, it's Denmark. And you're like, how am I supposed to know Denmark? <laughs> right? And he's like, you don't watch the Olympics? And I was like, how many gold medals does Denmark even win? Well, Because you find out, or at least I found out, it's really, that's where I know them from. Because mm-hmm. I know Japan's and I know Russia's because I know them from the Olympics when they win a gold medal because they win the most outside of us. Sure. Well, Russia as well. Yeah, I thought I said Russia. I thought I said Russia and Japan. Oh, I thought you, said, I thought you meant Denmark and Japan. Oh, no. I don't know Denmark. They don't win gold medals. Get out of here. What am I, <laughs> watching skiing? I watch the Summer Olympics. Jose, well, no, please. I'm making sure. Summer Olympics. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. So it's Russia. It's Japan. It's America. Mm-hmm. Mexico. Brazil. Mexico? Um, I don't know. They won a lot of gold medals. We sent one guy. That cracked me up. There was just one? Yeah. It was really funny, too, because even Kazakhstan sent, like, Five people. <laughs> it's just it's one dude named Ignacio. He's just walking down during the Mexican music. <laughs> I didn't realize there was only one. Yeah. It, to the Winter Olympics. They were like, what are you Oh, doing? yeah. But I'm talking about the Summer Olympics. Jose, I don't know nothing about the Winter Olympics. Oh, okay. I can name nothing about the Winter Olympics. Well, I could tell you that we had a guy named Apollo Ono from Seattle who did skating. Yeah. A couple times. I'm pretty sure we sent him a couple why, times. Why don't you like the Winter Olympics? Everything I like happens in the summer. Okay. That's yeah. it. Right. I don't... That's it. All of it. You're like, that guy runs the fastest. How intriguing. They're like, oh, that guy skis the fastest? He's on skis, though. If he's if it's who runs the fastest in snow, I'm in. There's a uh, Who jumps the longest in snow? I'm in. We could do all of it. The Winter Olympics could be the, su- the Summer Olympics in snow. I'm watching. Who's the best basketball player and soccer player in snow? Watching. <laughs> that Well, I saw that reminds me of a meme I saw. I don't know if this is real, but it's supposed to be a Bill Murray tweet where he says, uh, all the Olympics... Uh, should have a regular person for scale. So just like a regular person doing all the events. <laughs> That'd be great. Because everyone's elite and they're extraordinary individually. And so, you know, it's, it. I think you don't realize how amazing what they're doing is. But if you had me also sprinting. <laughs> oh, um, for sure. Well, I think about that when I see it, that every year you're just watching world records get beat. Sure, yeah. And it's because we're figuring this out better and better and better. Like computers get better and better every year. You're like, oh, wow. So does the human body and our accomplishments. Yeah. So chess is like that too. I can't imagine. I can't. Uh, really? How? How do people get better and better and better at chess? The because game's the same. The game is the same. But the the thing is, so like in Bobby Fischer's day, he had to sit down and actually go through every permutation of the board that he could fathom to find the best solution mm-hmm. that he could. Now, some of these games are simple, and the solution is three or four moves away. But after the first four moves, every game has more combinations, and there are stars in our galaxy. 300 <sighs> billion. So to do that in your head I is understand crazy. and get this in theory, but 
Also, well, since chess has been a game that's so old, and it just sure. seems like all variables have been played through, but no, no. No way. No, 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 not at all. And in fact, so, and this is why computers help. So if if I'm doing, if I'm training, say, and my computer's playing with me and showing me what I did wrong, I can commit you that. You said data. if you're training, training, I'm like, so you're playing with Denzel Washington. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. Okay, all right. Move that pawn over. What <laughs> exactly. <are you> <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not the queen. I don't know. It's the first time I ever tried to do that voice. Anyway. Instead of like Barack Washington. <laughs> no, what you want to do is move your pawn. And, uh, oh, there we go. There you go. I was talking to Michelle. It's the queen. And, uh, of course she's the queen. Well, she has to be the queen. Checkmate. Okay. <laughs> But, but uh, so if you're training and the computer's telling you the best move possible, yeah, it can do that more consistently than any human possible. And of so course. I memorize that that line or structure or whatever that when I'm playing with you, I don't need to do that. So at the upper echelons, you still need to be a super genius to do those things. But the people who are training who are not grandmasters but want to be, they can do that and accomplish that faster. Mm -hmm. than your your people who are like savants or or uh, or prodigies i guess or i mean i guess what we're really talking about is savants and prodigies are just learning off other savants and prodigies to be able to build the skill just Mm -hmm. kind of like we learn how to run faster every year as a species yep and so and also people don't there's so many variations you don't question them but a computer can run through so many variations and tell you in fact this is not the best this one is for whatever reason and, Mm -hmm. and it'll explain it and so it's a it's a more superior and efficient uh, trainer and then than, than any human is and so if you do that enough i mean i guess so <clears throat> you will get better that's absolutely insane although i still don't know how the human body gets better at running because you're like no people run their whole lives to get to the olympics and they're like yeah 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 but then we breed another brand <laughs> i would i would suspect that it's a matter of accessibility because to be a champion it's not just about mentality you have to have the physical predispositions mm-hmm. and and the mindset that it's like the perfect storm of events. It's also science. Sure. Because we're learning about diet more and more and more and better yeah. and better and better. And we were also able to like, they didn't have whey proteins to even feed the athletes back then. Mm-hmm. Hence, like they weren't so cut like they are now. I heard someone explain to me that there's more injuries now in football than there were when we were growing up because those bodies, then the body types we had for playing football were doughier bodies that could collapse onto each other more. And now we oh, have wow. these bodies that are, Essentially, m- more muscle and bone than ever and less fat to absorb the impact. And so they're putting their skeletons through so much more in these collisions because they're just running their bones into each other without any of that fat. Shocking. To that take it sense. all in. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, wow. And they're just like, yeah, like that's why these, that's why we're seeing people collapse just oh. further and further. Like it, even like now when I watch, somebody will be in the middle of a, of a run and just fall over and hurt themselves, which as a kid, I never recalled that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, when people ask me why I'm fat, it, it's safety. Yeah, it's, it's purely just, so you can be a better I'm, football player. I'm just looking out for my <laughs> internals, obviously. That's funny. Like, I was thinking about that with The Rock, even. Dwayne The Rock Johnson yeah, was no, no, not no. the monster he was <clears throat> now in WWE. Oh, and what was that about? So he needs to fall. Oh, okay. So it was His body is not made to fall now the way it was then. Oh, sure. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan of The Rock. You know, I'm not huge into the wrestling. Not not because I, I just wasn't exposed to it as a kid. Didn't grow up with. Well, it like that's the end of the podcast. It's actually a wrestling <laughs> podcast. Um, no, but I I am a fan of his. I think he's a great actor. And uh, so I was looking to see if I had a Rock toy up there. I don't. Well, we'll have to remedy that. But uh, no, I'm I'm a fan. I liked him. My first Rock experience was uh, Walking Tall. Mm. I like to call it an experience. You know, I've never seen any of his movies. N- what? Not a one have I sat through. Not Walking Tall. Not one looks interesting to me. They all look like bad movies. Well, <clears throat> Walking Tall is based on true events. Uh, you should you should check it out. It's all cool. I know about Walking Tall is that he's wearing jeans and a white shirt and holding a two by four in the picture. <laughs> what else do you need? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I what mean, I just saw it as a wrestling fan and comic. I was like, uh, that's Hacksaw Jim Duggan's gimmick. Mm-hmm. So stop it. You're stealing. Well, no, he. Do you not know the backstory? Is it, is it the, the Hacksaw Jim Duggan movie? Absolutely. You got to check it out. <laughs> oh, and well, now I'm in. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, well, okay. What else is he in? I mean, I... He's in a lot of them. I, I'm fully aware of... Did you see Moana? I did see Moana. Does that count? I mean, he's the voice of Maui. As you I know, know he's the voice of Maui, yeah. I, I don't know. Does it count? 
Does that count though? I don't know if that does because it, it's weird because to me that's not a rock movie. That's a movie The Rock happens to be in, <laughs> but also he's not even physically in it. That's true. It's, it's Maui. Yeah, Maui's in it. Huh. All right. Well, we'll leave that to the listeners. But if yeah, if everyone decides to turn on me, which they shouldn't on my own show, if they decide to turn on me, be like, no, that was a rock movie. You watched a rock movie. Shut up about that. That's fine. I'll fold those cards from Moana. Boom. It was a good flick. It is. It's actually, that's part of the embarrassing part, is you're like, none of The Rock's movies interest me. And you're like, have you seen any of the recent Disney movies? I'm like, all of them. As soon as they come out, I watch all of them. <laughs> I still watch every Disney movie. They're so good. I don't watch them repeatedly like I did when I was a kid. That's the difference, is I've sure. seen Tangled once. I don't need to see Tangled again. Well, I, I have a I've seen Moana once. So I've seen a lot of these a lot of times. Exactly. Oh, yeah. No, you have it more memorized than I do, for sure. Yeah, I, I think, uh, well... But also, they're really good. Like, without, they are. without any hesitation, uh, Ratatouille made me cry. Um, and Soul did too. Like, they moved me. Oh, Soul? I cried during Soul. I yeah. cried during Inside Out. I cried during. Inside Out was fantastic. Coco. Every time I've watched Coco, and I've watched that repeatedly. Now. I love Coco. I was happy that Latin America finally got a Disney movie, but it was still about deportation. And that felt a little odd to me. So that's very funny, but it's not about deportation. <laughs> it is about deportation. That's exactly what it's about. But uh, no, it, but it was good. I really enjoyed it, actually. And uh, I appreciated the uh, the music as well. Yeah, the music was great. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And Pepita was awesome. Team Pepita. I haven't seen Pepita. What's Pepita? Pepita's his uh, alabrije, the animal that. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah it's like a dog. And then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those are, you know, that's a real indigenous dog to Mexico that looks like that all mangy. I mean, I've heard such but I don't know any background outside sure. of what you just said. That's what you said is the extent of my knowledge <laughs> of the dog. Yeah. they. So um, you go, you can go to Pascuaro, which is the town where Coco is based out of. Mm -hmm. It's near where I was born, believe it or not. And, uh, and when you go there, they have those wild dogs, just like they're street dogs and they look kind of mangy and, and mm -hmm. kind of gnarly. And, uh, but they're, they're there. And so are they friendly? Um, yeah, because tourists feed them. Hell so yeah. So they're not like vicious. Yeah. So, you know, um, at least not that I've seen, but yeah, they're like, I, I think they're cute. <laughs> I'm <great>. biased though. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you a question sure. about an email that I got. Mm. This is not some like, a fan wrote in. <clears throat> Someone personally emailed me and I'm going to talk about it on my podcast publicly. Okay. An old boss of mine mm. sent me an email that said, hey, I want to let you know water under the bridge. I'm not, whatever we did business wise is fine, but we're still friends as people. And I read it and I'm like, I feel offended on both sides of the fence. Mm. And so like, I don't know how to respond to such email to be like, um, I think you failed me as a friend and as a boss. You, you know, I'm going through a metamorphosis right now. Wherein I noticed the wings. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's my cocoon. Um, no, I, I find that, um, I'm practicing just telling the truth, even if it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Because it's the less cruel thing to do. Sure. So I would just be honest and say that. No, not okay. We're not friends. You failed me as a friend. You failed me as a leader. And I don't <laughs> be a friend. I would, I'm going to go one step nicer. And to say that makes this person neutral. I'm not going to be like, we're not friends. I'm like, I still feel like you failed me on both sides of the mm -hmm. fence. I feel totally neutral. If I was to relive all those days over again, I'd do everything exactly the same. Would you? Mm. Okay. Well, I guess that is that's a good question because if, if the the point is, do you? Well, I guess the real question is, are you interested in having this person in your life, in in any capacity? I would be if they're willing to <clears throat> apologize. When I left the company, I asked for an apology and they fired me instead. Wow. What I asked for was an apology. Sure. That was it. I could have gone on working immediately had I got apology. Wow. Which my cousin asked me because I talked to her. I got the email last week and I sat on it and didn't tell anybody about it for a week. And then I talked to my cousin. I talked to you. And she said, what would it take? She said, not that this is what it is. This is not like them offering the job back. But she said, what would it take for you to walk in and work that job again? And I said, oh, just the apology I asked for in the first place. Wow. It was only in a matter of apology. It was a, well, yeah. and somebody unable to apologize is somebody I don't want in my life. That is. Because honestly, fair. if they were like, oh yeah, we didn't handle that the best. I'm really sorry. We'll work on that better. 
then we can be even be friends again. Yeah, sure. Somebody willing to apologize and admit fault is somebody who is willing to grow. Somebody unable to do that is showing no ability to grow. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's big of you. I think it's, um, and even still, so you're saying you're maintaining that, like mm-hmm. you just want the apology. Yeah, I mean, stick up for what you what you want and what you believe you deserve. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe iterate to that and just say, listen, uh, I think I'm still owed an apology. Yeah. Especially, yeah. And they reached I'm going to reread, so. yeah, no, I should reread that email and see if there's an apology somewhere within it in the context. <laughs> sure. Maybe. Well, either way, they reached out, so. So. that That's something. That is something. Um, and I'm appreciative of that. If this is being listened before I respond. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. I'm appreciative of that. I would at this time like to rescind my original uh, no! suggestion to tell him to fuck this no, just No, just, <laughs> I'm just saying don't hire Jose. Oh, no, Actually, no, no, no. hiring Jose would be the smartest thing you could do, but also like you'd be like fifth in line. He's got so many jobs. Ugh, too How many, many jobs are you working right now? Um, let's see. Four. Four. Uh, but... Um, so one full-time and three consultant gigs. And so out of those, how many would you say are dream jobs, if not for you, for other people as well? No, for me. They're all dream jobs for you? Yeah, because I, yeah. I mean, look, on the one hand, so for for, for your, your listeners probably have no idea who I am, but I, so I'm a red team operator. Mm-hmm. What that means is um, I do. Hacker. Yeah, I'm a professional hacker. He hacks computers. <laughs> I hack computers. Uh, but I do so covertly to to see if the company's security is um, equipped to stop an advanced persistent threat. Somebody like, um, you know, uh, the, the wild hackers are here like, you know. I'm sorry, I got a lot of Star Wars fans listening. So he, <laughs> he makes sure the exhaust ports are covered so the X-Wings can't just show That's up and destroy it. By coming up with an X-Wing and shooting at it first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> by blasting Womp Rats yeah. in the desert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what I do is I, I come into, well, I get hired and then, um, only the top brass know who I am. Mm-hmm. So like the SOC, the security operations center, or like the IT people have no idea that I'm there. And so then I'll fish into the environment by sending an email to one of the employees. Mm-hmm. Once I hack their computer, I move around the network looking for valuable information, databases, mm-hmm. um, sensitive information. So like I'm the worst case scenario. Yeah. So I ask my clients all the time, what would get you on the news? And when they tell me, that's what I go after. Okay. And at the end of the engagement, um, I write up a report and I meet with their blue team, their IT, and I say, mm-hmm. did you detect this? Did you see this? Did you notice I was on this computer? What did you do about it, right? Mm-hmm. And so then I give them the report and they see all of their vulnerabilities and they work on patching them so that it won't be so easy next time. Yeah. So that's what I do. Yeah, you put covers on the exhaust ports. I put covers on the exhaust ports. By blowing them up. Yeah, By that's... blowing them up first, yeah. <laughs> and so... Um, How often when you meet these blue teams are they like, you son of a bitch? Um... <laughs> and I mean that in the most predator of way, where they're like, they're all well, proud but also mad. And um, no. So look, my job, I tell them all the time, is to make them better. Mm-hmm. Right. But but that means that you have, have to expose them. Sure. Yeah. Which I've learned as a regular employee is not the way to uh, make friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like there, if you know, it's like if you hire a bodyguard, right? Then you hire someone like me to attack you and see how, how competent your bodyguard is. <laughs> that would be a way better Whitney Houston movie. <laughs> In the middle of it, someone just attacks Kevin Costner, and Whitney's like, I hired him to do that. <laughs> just beats the crap out of him. Yeah, that's the best. Um, yeah, l- luckily, uh, the teams that I've worked with are exceptionally talented hackers, and so we've never really failed at this. So, oh yeah, ex- except with one engagement, but I can't talk about that. Of course know. not. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. There's no way that if you were to fail in that, be like, so go free about your business. Well, we're not going to make you sign a paper is telling right. us you're not going to say any of that. No, but I know, huh? Well, the the fun the fun stuff for me specifically is uh, physical operations, which means so like let's say that you have a building and you want to you want to see what espionage would look like. Mm-hmm. I'll actually show up with like fake documents and like con my way into the building get to the server room and plug in a USB stick. So I You've gotten all the way into the server rooms? Oh yeah. In? Many times. Many, many times. It's never been a better time to be Mexican. Because people will ask me, what are you doing in here? And I go, why? Because I am Mexican? And they're like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Like, what, are you, what were you doing? And carry <laughs> oh, gosh, on. Just guilt. <laughs> yeah, 100%. But I, or, or like security guards are the best. Are you wearing fake uniforms? 
Oh yeah, I'll I'll pretend to be a FedEx employee. I'll pretend to be a UPS employee. I'll pretend. Well, see, to be- that would set off my alarm. But if you were to wear just some logo I don't recognize, it says something that communications or sure. something. Sure. And the shirt matches. I would have totally let you into the server. I'm like, hey, I'm here for the server thing. Oh no, that. So so I can't. Well, I've never tried. The problem is that those places, those those buildings generally have internal IT, and they'll know I don't work there. So I have to pretend to be. The last building I worked at did not. Everybody was coming in from different buildings. Oh my god! Well, that's a that's yeah. a sweet sound of job security. But uh, so I'll have I don't to work there anymore. So where's the job security? <laughs> no, not for you, for me. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, like I'll pick the lock to the server room, and like no yeah. one really lets me in. Um, it has happened though that because like security guards are. They're supposed to search me because I'm not allowed to bring in like metal things, so including USB sticks. So mm-hmm. one thing I'll do is I'll take a coffee cup and a, a, like a big one and a little one. Mm-hmm. These are like the disposable plastic ones. Yeah. I'm sorry, uh, paper ones. So at the bottom of the big one, I'll put a USB stick. Then mm-hmm. I'll inside there, I'll insert a smaller cup. Oh, yeah. And then I fill that with coffee. Mm-hmm. So it has coffee. If you shake it, it's fine. It's patted down in there. And I'll, I'll actually put that down while I walk to the metal detector, reach back over and grab my coffee. And if they open the lid or look into it, just it looks like coffee because yeah. it is. And then I drink it, and then now I've got my USB stick in there. Um, Super so th- smart. Well, there's a lot of tricks of the trade to get through it, um, and it's a lot of fun. I I'm I missed for you. What do you got? We're gonna go to Disneyland and change the music to the rides. Mm. We're Damn. gonna make them. Yeah, and we're gonna make them different movies. We're gonna make horror. We're like we're just gonna make haunted house noises. In small world, <laughs> nothing rated R, all just, rated G, but just the just, screaming, the doors creaking. Why, why not just the the Harry Potter? <laughs> yeah, the Harry Potter theme through all of I, it. I had an op mate uh, in DC who came to us. I think he, yeah, he was on Disney's red team. Oh, so, cool! So he got to do internal operations again. Yeah, and then one of my current op mates uh, was uh, did an engagement against Nintendo. And like got to discover one of the newer uh, characters for the Super Smash Brothers on Switch mm-hmm. just while he was like looking through stuff. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was pretty dope. That is pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. Sony had that hack two years ago. Right. Well, same someone thing. leaked movies. Yeah. Well, that's the problem too is that like people think, like when I, when I mention my job, people think I'm like this super elite guy. It's like, I'm not. What I do is simple. Like, it's mostly misconfigurations and like tricking someone into opening a Word document, enabling a macro. Yeah, you know, and then understanding how. Jeff, understand works. what we do for a job, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> what I did for a job, my last job was I would call up companies just to make sure that they would come and do the things they're supposed to do in the building. See? I was just facility manager, so you're just like, hey, trash wasn't picked up this morning. It's Wednesday. <laughs> Is it on its way, or what? Did something happen? Like that was all the time. They'd be like, "Oh, the gate didn't open. Oh, I'm so sorry. Let's figure out another time where you can come and pick up the trash before the next trash day, or, or don't charge us for the next trash because it's going to be overflowing." Sure. Whatever that. That was all I did all day. Was just all that kind of stuff. Sure. Oh, you need to do the AC. Okay. Well, let's figure out uh, when someone else is not on the roof, and we'll <laughs> we'll schedule all that to happen at the same time. Well, that's a fun job. It is, but it's also not like. We need to hide things and do these. Because like what you talked about, you're like, listen, I just have a regular job. But what I described earlier, sure, it sounds like an Ocean's Eleven movie. Yes, 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 yes. But when I once I bring the USB in, there's no other Ocean's Eleven things that happen. No, no. It's, I, I have zero Ocean Eleven things happen on my day on a regular basis. Oh, that's no good. Well, see, that's... No, yeah. I, what Even I, when I, I just, go to a casino, it's not like Ocean's Eleven. I feel like <laughs> I feel like the casino is doing an Ocean Eleven on me. <laughs> I walk through and they're like, "Did you notice all your money's gone now?" And you're like, "I did." <laughs> I'm so sad about it. Well, here, have some waffles on us. Fine, you, you, I'll come back then. <laughs> you could still do the uh, what is it, Claire de Lune, in front of the uh, Bellagio. Fans. Yeah, exactly. You know, I got shot at in front of that. Are you Tupac? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not Tupac. Uh, I didn't tell you about this. Check, no. So I was with uh, with uh, my buddy Mikey. Actually, you might have met Mikey, maybe not. Well, regardless, we were mm-hmm. he he was living in Vegas at the time, and I went out to visit him. Um, this was uh, a year ago, I want to say mm-hmm. about anyway. Um, so we we did the Vegas thing and got hammered, and uh, we were walking by, and I was watching the fountains, mm-hmm. just mouth breathing at the you know beautiful magnificence of the show. And Mike grabbed my arm, and he's like, "Hey, dude, we need to be alert right now." And I was like, "What?" He pointed, and about, oh, I don't know, 20, 30, 
feet away from us, these two guys were facing off, like squared off. They're going to fight. Mm -hmm. In my mind, I was like, dope, a fight's about to go down. Yeah, for sure. But one of them reached behind uh, his his belt and pulled out a gun. So yep. the guy who's squaring off with took off running. Mm -hmm. People screamed. This guy starts just firing into the crowd. <gasps> yeah. And uh, he shot like two, three times. So Mike and I were, were you know, the, the strip next to the mm -hmm. Bellagio has little enclaves, almost like little balconies to get closer to the water. Yeah. So I knocked Mike over into one of those. So we're both like in yeah. that. But unfortunately, other people were in it. So, mm -hmm. so it was like everybody and then Mike and then me. And I'm wearing a mask mm -hmm. uh, that lights up with sound. And it's the American flag. And this guy's pointing the gun at us. Now he's like 10 feet away from us. And the only thing I can think is, oh, no. My mask is going to light up, and that's why I'm going to die. Yeah. So I actually laughed. And then my mask lit up, and the guy fired at us, just, you know, and then he took off and running. People were freaking out. Yeah. So, um, but even though he shot four times into a crowd, he hit no one. By all accounts, it was a miracle. He's a stormtrooper. Or he's a stormtrooper. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, pretty pretty bananas. Those really exactly. I bet you first storm trooper he's all proud of himself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's just like nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I think we're about wrapped up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was uh it was surreal to say the least. Yeah. Oh my god. I thought people were dying when you're like, I laughed and he shot, and I was like, Jesus. <laughs> well, I think that's not even the the only <laughs> time that I've had like uh what what is interesting to me is what goes through my mind when I think I'm going to die. There's a lot of chatter. Apparently, it's funny to you. Yeah. It's really funny. <laughs> well, the irony that my stupid mask that lights up, yeah. this this is what I get, mm -hmm. right? It's like, this is Darwinism, right? It's like, I brought the, the bright plumage. I mean, honestly, and, and I'm that, that's not saying this to be mean, but if they were like, hey, the only people that died had those light up masks, and like there's their bodies on the ground, and like the masks are still lighting up, I'd be like, yeah. That's fine. Now that sounds like they deserve it. Sure, made themselves moving targets. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Well, that's why it was funny to me. It's like it may as well have actually just been a target on your face. <laughs> I think it was. I don't know if he aimed for it, um, but he he fired uh, right at us. Um, yeah, it's it was terrifying. It was gnarly. Oh, for sure. So does that song now scarier? Claire de Lune. No, it's one of my favorite songs. No, I I've had too much. When you're in the army, like. There's a lot of really loud noises and unexpected times to get you used to loud noises mm -hmm. at unexpected times that none of that rattles me. Does that mean you're not rattled when you go to haunted houses? Um, no. Uh, I, I, I still jump, but like, yeah. you know how some people, like, something happens and they go deer in headlights and they, they freeze? Mm -hmm. I don't freeze. Like, I, you might startle me, but I'll yeah. still be thinking, like, what do I need to do mm -hmm. to make sure that, you know, I don't die? I feel like I've had all those responses. Where they're like, some personalities do this or that or the other. I'm like, I've experienced all of them. Sure. I've frozen in some good scenarios. I've ran in some good scenarios. Sure. I've chose the f the fight thing. I don't think I've ever won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think, well, I got bullied a lot as a kid and I got beat up a lot. And I used to be the guy who freezes and like doesn't stand up for mm -hmm. himself. And then I joined the army and like that made me like more... I, I be, the army gave me confidence in my physical abilities, which aren't great, by the way, but enough to defend myself. I understand that. So I get that. Well, I also I understand that I have to get really beat down to be really hurt. All right. <laughs> the body can take more than we think it can. Sure. If somebody wants to just blankly punch me in the side of the head, I'm going to be mad. I'll be upset that I was punched. Yeah. But You're not gonna, time yeah. will recover. Sure, sure. Yeah, the, no, I've gotten punched in, in the head many times. Yeah, I have a, I have a friend who was in the army who was very uh, hot heady. I should start a podcast where we punch them in the head first, <laughs> then, then then interview them. Yeah, and then interview them, and then just be like, "All right, so uh, who's your favorite president?" And they're just like, "What? You're gonna ask me that now?" Like, and just bam, just right. surprise them with it. Just surprise them with a good old punch in the head. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, that actually yeah. sounds like a podcast that Joe Rogan would sponsor. Everybody, well, have you seen uh, chess boxing? <laughs> no. it's, it's a tournament where you box someone and then you play chess against them okay here's i would like this i, I like this a lot a lot of good fighting i want them to box in between the moves <laughs> listen we're gonna have you do your opening move you're gonna give me a punch i'm gonna give you a punch we're gonna sit back down and do this again no they they alternate 
chess and boxing, chess and boxing. And I think that's funny because it rules out the Uber nerds, but it also rules out the Uber like jocks. <laughs> you gotta have to be a bit of both. Yeah, but also <laughs> imagine if it was in between every punch. Like you're like you're doing it every in between every move. Like, oh you took my queen? Cool. All right. Let's <laughs> give you a little spin up here. Yeah. Uh I don't <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you do you really want to do that move? Because I don't know if you noticed the boxing part, I'm winning. That's really funny. Yeah, like you could really get in their head all the way. <laughs> you just don't want to move. I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Scared. Yeah, and that's you are trying to choose between two different moves. You're like, all right, well, what kind of punch do I want to take with this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's funny. I think that's the way it should be. You should write them. <laughs> Tell them to change it up. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll just start my own league. Or Ultimate chess. <laughs> UFC, ultimate fighting chess. <laughs> fist chess? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fisty chess. Fisty chess. There you go. Instead of mm -hmm. fist of cups, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, we should combine all sports. In fact, I'm going to call the Olympics. We should get it started on the Olympic level. <laughs> Kurt Angle, the American hero, is back. But you're also on a bobsled. Yeah. Do you think we should do something like that? Do you know what rough and rowdy is? Do I know what? Rough and Rowdy. Mm -mm. Rough and Rowdy is a boxing event that's uh, neither one are allowed to have had any boxing training. Oh. And they just choose people who have a good old beef to settle and they air it and they have Bill Burr announce it and everything. <laughs> and they choose things like, I don't like my stepdad. And they're like, that kid's in my way. Right? And then like they have them fight. And you watch that or you watch like two coworkers that don't get along fight. Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it is very good. But they should be allowed to play chess afterwards. Yeah. I, <laughs> that, that should add it. Yeah, I think that should. I mean, you do a lot of chess. Mm -hmm. I say that weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, it, I do do a lot of chess. <laughs> you, do, you do do a lot of chess. Um, <laughs> ever in person? Like tournaments in person? No, not any. No, I mean. Because I told you I used to do chess tournaments as a mm -hmm. kid. And my favorite thing about that was talking to the other kid. They all the time would have to tell me to stop talking to the kid. But I would try to get in the kid's head all the time. Did it work? All the time. That's awesome. That's why they would be like, hey, you need to stop. I remember once I got in a yelling thing with a mom. Because I was like making fun of the kid. And the mom was like, hey, you need to stop. And I was like, no. <laughs> oh, just because your kid's losing doesn't mean I need to stop talking. That's funny. And then... She, the kid was all like flustered and so she gave him some candy and I was like, yeah, sugar, that's going to help him get out of this. Right. Like, and she was like, you stop it. And I was like, you stop it. I don't even know what you're doing in the room. I'm at least playing chess. You're just over here trying to get in the middle of this. Whatever. I'm not allowed to talk to you. You're allowed to talk to me because you're the grown up. I don't think so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, exactly. So I caused a stir where I was like, no, get the mom out of here. Mom needs to leave. That's amazing. So no, never did tournaments. Um, I like you said that was amazing. They asked me to leave. Like, I wasn't. I didn't oh, they win. asked you to leave. Yeah, oh, eventually. They asked yeah, her to leave. They, I, they asked me to leave because I was causing the scene. <laughs> and then that the sucks. mom on the outside of the room asked me to show her son how I was beating him. Yeah, and I went no. Oh, the people that are mean to me that got me kicked out of how, the tournament. How old were you? I'm Twelve. Oh wow. Yeah, old enough to know that no. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm not teaching your son. I want to beat your son next tournament next time I see him. Why do I want to You're teach him any of this? Super smart. So I bet that was, your, your mouth probably was writing a lot of checks there. <laughs> 12 year old Aaron couldn't cash. <laughs> <laughs> Neither could mom. That did not work out well. No, sure. I was in eighth grade. I Yeah, I, remember I was in eighth grade. Yeah, 12 or 13. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I don't remember who the kid was, who the mom was. That's funny. I would have been mortified. Mortified to, to be disrespectful to adults as a kid. That was the beginning of me being disrespectful to adults. I believe it. Was chess tournaments. <laughs> really proud of <laughs> Chess tournaments and teachers. I was not respectful to teachers. Oh, I was. I was a yes, sir, yes, ma'am. Like You were ready for the army already. Well, my mom, my, my family was very wealthy many, many, many years before I was born. Mm -hmm. Lost all of it many, many years before I was born. And so... um. In Mexico, there's a lot of classism, and that is generally 
well, I don't know about now, but at the time, mm-hmm. that that was distinguished not by material things, but but manners. Yeah. Also material things, but more than that, manners. Yeah. And so they've clung on to their manners. It's like a remnant of their former wealth. Mm-hmm. It's like growing up, like, I knew, like, which fork to use. And like, and I was like, fucking, we're, we're having one yeah. course. Why are we doing this? But <laughs> it was very important for my mom for me to know. She'd dress me like a little dandy so that I'd get my ass kicked in school. Anyway, the point is, uh, I would have been mortified. I've never heard the word dandy. Dandy sounds like <laughs> someone that's actually kicking the ass. <laughs> yeah, it was, maybe it was using yeah. these words. But uh, I remember thinking, um, well, what, when you said this, like, I, I just would have been mortified to be disrespectful. Not that I didn't think it, but I would never have said it. Oh, no, I started challenging. That's amazing. Somewhere around that age, I was like, I'm going to start to challenge all this stuff. Because I remember I was also challenging to the librarian at my middle school. She wow. was way rude. Sure. She was super rude. So I was like, you do not, you didn't earn any respect. You're not getting any respect back. I've, I've never met a convivial librarian. They're always really glacial and sort of like standoffish. That's <laughs> why they got into it. Books. <laughs> That's also true. I don't think this happened that way. I think this person was just assigned the library of middle school and was mad about it. <laughs> That's a bull. Imagine introducing yourself like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm a librarian. Oh, really? Like the city librarian? No, 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 no. At an elementary school. Yeah, at an elementary school. <laughs> there's not a lot of compelling books in there, I bet. Like, well, there's a few. Nothing, <laughs> yeah. nothing beyond a fifth grade reading level. But, uh, <laughs> when I do find something compelling, I have to remove it. That's the weird yeah. part. Yeah, <laughs> I have to scan it for anything of interest. <laughs> it's thought provoking. Babysitter's Club, though, I got you. Yeah, that's fine. You know, that's that's interesting. I don't I don't remember wanting to be cool ever until well much later in life certainly not when i was in middle school or or high school i had this idea that so my sister who Mm. has since turned her life around and is doing great super cool yeah whoa super popular but also uh had a serious substance abuse uh, problem Mm -hmm. and um this caused a lot of like tumultuous events in my younger life Mm -hmm. and so i i conflated the idea of being popular with also having a substance abuse problem. Mm. So I was like, well, I don't want to be hanging with the popular kids because it's destroyed my life. Yeah. So I hung out with, like, the Pokemon masters and, like, you know, the, the nerdier kids. I just really liked the chaos. That's awesome. That's what it was. It wasn't about I needed to be the most popular. Sure. I needed to cause some chaos. Why? I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> some part of me was like, no, 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 no. This library <laughs> needs some chaos. Fuck this place. <laughs> yeah. Burn it to the ground. Because I did have the nerdier interest. I'm like, I'm going to chess club. I'm going to sure. cause problems. And they're like, you don't have to cause problems anyway. But I'm putting the queen on the wrong color. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted the game to go right. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But I wanted the kid to leave man. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I don't think, that, yeah. The, isn't it fascinating, like, the motivations behind the decisions that we make? I remember not caring if people liked me. But I did remember caring, well, I cared, I didn't care about education, so I didn't try. Uh, in fact, I successfully got myself into special ed, so that was fun. Like Special. I, I was in special ed yeah. for many, many years, and uh, they didn't give homework, and it was great. People left me alone. That's awesome. It was, yeah, I remember like. I want that in the workplace. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, I mean, you still could, I suppose, but I what I did is, uh. I remember I, I walked into a special ed class by mistake once and they looked like they were just having a really nice time. <laughs> and I was like, I want to be here. And so yeah. I went to the library and I got a psychology book and looked at learning disabilities. And I was like, perfect. This is all I have to do. Mm-hmm. So then I spoke to the counselor. We talked. They tried to put me on uh, Ritalin. Uh, but my mom... You're like, and drugs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, my mom nixed that. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm actually grateful she did. But they then they, they gave me some tests and then... Uh, I bombed those on yeah. purpose or not. Um, I want to say on purpose. I don't know though. I don't remember. Okay. That. Oh well, I remember them telling me it was important. I remember being like, "Oh, okay." And mm. so then I was in special ed until high school, and then in high school, um, we did the the Cat Five whatever assessment mm. test, and I remember the proctor was cute, mm. and and I so I tried, and when my I'll scores came it. back, unfortunately. It was so polar opposite from what I had been doing that mm-hmm. they were like, oh, you're full of shit. Yeah. And they kicked me out of special ed. It's called graduating. 
<laughs> <laughs> no, I got I got out of there early. Yeah. Yeah, you graduated so. early. <laughs> you graduated special ed super early. You yeah. tested out of there. <laughs> yeah. No, they they got I only I made it to sophomore year. That's it. <sighs> See, now here's the thing. If you were really smart, <laughs> Go on. you would have failed it all the way through <laughs> to the point the government's giving you money now. Yeah, that w- that was a bonehead move, huh? Yeah. Well, I don't, I didn't really. Idiot. <laughs> how, how long is this thing? I mean, we're on, we can go as long as we need, but, or we can stop right now. Like, no, no, no. Cause I, I can't edit this however I like. Well, I was thinking about telling you a st- like how I got out of high school. Yeah. Tell me how you got out of high school. Well, we're past the statute of limitations. So I think I can talk about it. I'm not going to stop a story when you say we're past the statute of limitations. Yeah, I think uh, limitations. I think we're I think we're okay. Like, so I'll tell you. Okay. When I was a sophomore, I got kicked out of special ed, and I was in regular classes now, mm-hmm. and I hated school. People were mean. Mm-hmm. It was just the worst. And there was a, a classmate of mine who would just come out by for lunch every once in a while. And he had related to me that there was an exam you could take called the California High School Proficiency Exam, called the Chespi. Mm-hmm. So if you take it, you're done with, with uh, it's like a GED, basically. And I was like, oh my God, I want to take this test. And he's like, absolutely, yeah. it's 50 bucks. And I was like, fuck, I don't have 50 bucks. So, <sighs> I so like, But I have three years of life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Huh? But, well, so I went home and, uh, and I got on the internet and I looked up their webpage and everything. And I don't remember why or how the idea came to me, but I just called them. And guy answered, and I was like, "Yeah, this is uh, Mike from uh, Miramisa High School. I just want to know, uh, well, how do how do I verify the diploma here in front of me is is legitimate?" And they're like, "We don't do third party verifications, but if he's got mm-hmm. the diploma, it must be real." And I was like, "Perfect." So I uh, mailed myself a letter saying that I pa- I took the test and passed it and everything, and I oh oh I asked them for literature so they could mail me an envelope so I'd mm-hmm. have a real envelope. Yeah, and then I brought that to school, and my counselor's like, "Oh, like." amazing congratulations like you're done and she was like uh when does your diploma come through and i was like and i purposefully in the letter said it was over summer so they Mm -hmm. wouldn't like uh ask me about it well uh (laughs) i was like yeah in summer and she goes why don't you come back the first day of school next year and talk to the freshmen about alternative methods of graduation and I was like, okay, what does the certificate look like? And she's like, I don't know. I've never seen one before. And I was like, oh, no problem. <laughs> so I oh, went to great. Kinko's and I made one. I like, I, I ran it through the uh, printer several times so that like the ink would stick up and it was bumpy. Um, I cut out uh, the gold foil from a chocolate coin and removed the chocolate and glued it on there. It looked <laughs> fucking bitching. It's really good. And um, Did it with chocolate? Well, I removed the chocolate. Like, yeah. Of course you removed the chocolate. <laughs> like, not only did it look great, it tasted wonderful. <laughs> it's diploma. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so um, so then I did. I showed up freshman, and, and I had this big old manila envelope that I would imagine yeah. it came with. And there's just the ocean of freshmen, and there's the auditorium and the stage, and my counselor's back there. So I go over there, and there's two students next to her. And I was like, hey. And she's like, oh, they also did the chess And they've also come in and like brought their diploma and like are going to talk to students. And no. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> because theirs match looks completely different than my fabrication. Of course. And I was like, fuck. Because what do I do now, right? And so. Uh, you go to the bathroom, write honors on it. <laughs> <laughs> Elite. Yeah, that's a really good idea. That did not occur to me. So this this chick goes up there and she's like, yeah, like I, t- I took the chess pee and like, no, I'm gonna like, I got accepted into Berkeley early and blah, blah. Like this dude's like, yeah, like I'm gonna go work with my dad. I'm, like, I'm, gonna, go, I'm gonna go up here and uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to jail. Like, <laughs> Yeah, totally. So, so um, they they like had theirs on Starting display. my fraud career. <laughs> well, they, they ha- I know, right? It did occur. I, did, I remember being like, what if I accuse them of forgery? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but, but I didn't. So that obviously would have worked out for me. So I, I went up there and I just didn't take it out of the envelope and I just started talking. Yeah. And I already had gift to gab, right? So I was like, yay, welcome, blah, blah. I was like, you know, everyone's going to tell you, like, the most important thing in life is education, right? And, like, it sets the path. But I disagree. I think what carries you through life is is what's in here. You know, I started tapping my heart. And I was like, and what's what's in here? And I started tapping my heart. I was like, your spirit and your you heart. You tap the envelope. And what's in here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And I go, this, this is just a piece of paper to me. And to prove it, and I just ripped it. I just started ripping it without taking it out. Yeah. And I got a standing O. These people are fucking losing their minds. And I yeah. was like, all right. <laughs> and I got out of there and never went back. That's awesome. Never went back. What you don't know about me <laughs> is I graduated early. Oh. Because I graduated a semester early instead of a semester late. I had the 
highest GPA of that graduating thing, which was only like a three. Like it wasn't anything special. Sure. So they had me speak, and my <laughs> Are you serious? and my speech was about how it's just a piece of paper. Oh, nice! Yeah, that's amazing! Wow. Yeah, full yeah. circle. We did it. There it is. Yeah, you didn't commit fraud though. <laughs> I did not commit fraud. No, I actually graduated high school. Like, yeah. sure. No, I, I went back and got my GED eventually. But like, yeah, that was nerve. I still ha- I have nightmares that like. Did you go? Wait, were you last or first? Uh, no, I went last. Okay. Yeah, I had to. I was panicking. Yeah, I, I would have there. I would have taken the bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up for everyone you've seen tonight, huh? <laughs> do some crowd work. Yeah. You two dating? Like yeah. we're friends. We just kids? met. Any kids? No. Well, I'll come back in senior year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, no, it was it was nerve wracking, and luckily they thought I was nervous <laughs> to speak to people. That wasn't at all. It was just that I really yeah. So, you just had no business being there. Yeah, and um, but but uh. Yeah, I mean, it worked out. No, Oh, I have nightmares, though, still, that, like, they find out, and I have to go back to high school and finish two more years. That's really funny. I have nightmares just that I didn't do it correctly. Even though they gave it to me, like, they're just like, hey, turns out you needed an elective. Oh, no. <laughs> so you want to come back for a semester? Like, I still think I'm, like, worried when I go past my high school. You're like, oh, they're going to pull me in. Yeah, I... The only thing I regret from that situation is that I had a favorite teacher who was like a mentor. And he, what I, what I appreciated about I fully him, expected she. Oh, no, no, no. no he, okay. He was uh, just a, like, I was, all, I was already really good at like circumventing the system. Mm-hmm. And he was aware of that. And he was sort of trying to guide me towards like being a principled individual in character, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, really liked Atticus. Finch, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of guy. And so, anyway, so. I like the guy in the tree, Boo Radley. <laughs> That's my dude. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, I remember I avoided him when I was signing out because I was done with high school. But he found me anyway. And and I, and he grabbed the paper that said that I passed. <laughs> and he's like, I've never been more proud of you in my life. And he gave me a big old hug. And I wanted so badly to be like, I made this in my room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fake. Jose Barrientos. You'll find him on Instagram at Jose underscore Barrientos underscore or at Twitter at Toast is Funny. I believe that's still his Twitter name. It's been his name for years. Jose's the best. Jose and I have a lot of, like, I don't know, like, I feel like a lot of really personal off camera talk that is quite fascinating, but it's all off camera talk, so we can't talk about it. The other thing that we do a lot, by the way, is uh, we share ghost videos with each other. For as brilliantly smart as Jose is, and he's so brilliantly smart that when COVID news was happening, I was getting some of my COVID news from him. You're like, okay, this guy does, uh, this guy's too smart to get it wrong, right? So, so I was like, what, what's really going on with COVID? Like when all that stuff was going on, got it from him. And then there was also, uh, what's he going with that? Oh yeah. We, and like ghost videos, when we find YouTube videos of like, disproves ghosts are real. Like, you know, like all those things sharing with him he shares with me it's it's great which by the way i i did go down a rabbit hole with melissa when i went to san antonio she took me to a haunted hotel and i'm like i've seen this hotel in in haunted videos and then we went back to her place and watched hours of haunted videos it's the best um so yep jose loves ghosts we didn't talk about it one iota we got caught up in that conversation and i can't wait to have my if you guys remember jose's been on before and I think we talked about the Beatles and stuff. It was just a fun conversation, and we brought him back for just another fun conversation. And we'll bring him back again for another fun conversation that probably has nothing to do with any of this stuff. Because we'll just have something else in the wind to talk about. Love it. Love having Jose on. I finally, after so many weeks, have the next one already lined up. Thank God. Chad Denick is coming up next. Chad Denick has been referenced many times throughout this podcast. Never appeared on it. Uh, he only slightly brings that up when we hang out. Very funny man. Uh, I found out about a very sad back history on accident. Um, which, because we're such a jokey couple of guys when we hang out, I went ahead and made just straight started making jokes about his sad backstory. And <laughs> I feel like it's going to come off pretty mean when you guys listen to it. 
And I deserve it. If you guys do write me a thing, like, hey, don't make fun of him for that. You're right. I know you are right. But I did. And that's what's coming out next week. <laughs> what an intro to that. The Christmas episode where I laugh at Chad Denick and his childhood traumas. Um, and then I got two good episodes lined up to record this week I don't want to say anything about because one of them has canceled three times. And so who knows, right? But I've been looking forward to trying to get this guy on for a long time. So that will be excellent. And um, yeah, yeah, absolutely awesome. I've been putting out stand-up clips on my Instagram once a week. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, stand-up, I want to see him do stand-up, you can watch little one-minute clips I toss up there. So that's nice. I got that. I got a Venmo that's currently empty. You can put fill that up, at Aaron M. Marsh. Uh, there was something else I wanted to plug, and I can't think of it right now. I um, have taken down the other guitar soundtracks and put up the latest one because there's now one of the clips that I used in today's episode I recorded the day after the recording of the episode and so it's new it's new. I'm enjoying it I'm enjoying noodling around with all this and you know I might just go ahead and do all kinds of fun things for this because why not I'm enjoying all the updated guitar stuff and the things really liking all of it so I'm really happy with that so thank you for putting up with that I've gotten a couple messages because I asked about you guys liking that? Everyone said positive things. Every single thing was positive. Yeah, by the way, if this happens to be your first episode, I play all the guitar all over the, the thing. This is all me. What a, what a narcissistic dream slash nightmare this, this podcast has become for all of us. Mostly me. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm about to say Merry Christmas. So that's next week. I still have a week to wish anyone a Merry Christmas. So, take that, Christmas. So, guys, thank you again for putting up with me, and thank you for listening, and thank you for putting up with me. Mm-hmm.